Good morning and welcome to another episode of Practicing His Presence. My name is Elder Gail Osby and I am so happy to be here with you today. This is truly the day that the Lord has made and I am rejoicing and I'm glad in it. I thank God for his miraculous ways and I thank him for all he is doing in our lives. You know, we could be looking up and seeing so much uh, uh, destruction and things that are going on in the world, in other parts of the world. For example, in Ukraine and Russia, we see China and Taiwan. We see Israel and Iran all having conflicts. But God, I thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father that you are preserving us, that your hand is upon us. And I thank you for the love that you are showing us. I thank you for the millions of people who are on their knees praying to you and making intercession, not just for the church, God, Father, but they're making intercession for the world. They're making intercession for men who are all over this world, who are seated in high places in authority, God, that they will make right decisions, oh Lord that they will bring peace to this earth, oh God. So I thank God, because he is miraculous. He is a good God, a good father. And he is watching over each and every one of us. Thank you, Father. Well, today, I'm not gonna be here before you very long. I just wanna speak a word to you. Two weeks ago, I began a study on putting on the full armor of God. And I so told you then, and I'll tell you now, I wanted to take each piece of that armor, of God's armor, because I told you in the beginning, there was a time as a newborn babe in Christ, I didn't fully understand the word of God. Therefore, when we read that scripture and everybody says, oh, I got on the arm of God, I thought this was something that I had to read every day and I had to put on. I did not understand or know the reality of what this armor actually was. And that this is something that I had to study. This is something that I had to dig into and to live out. I had to live this life, not just put it on, but live this life. Apostle Paul was living this life and he was trying to teach the Ephesians how to live a righteous life in Christ Jesus. So therefore I wanna share with you just a few scriptures a few words of exhortation. So as you go through your day, you can meditate on that word. Study those those scriptures again to know that you know that you know that you are walking in Christ. Let's go back to the word. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 19. I'm going to read, I'm going to read from chapter 10. And then I'll stop at verse uh, 14 because that's our emphasis for, for today. That's what we want to concentrate on. The scripture says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not rest against wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The Bible then says, Paul says, therefore take up the whole armor of God. So there are multiple pieces of armor that we need to to 
take up, to put on that are in God or of God, that we may be able to stand or withstand in the evil day. When dark time comes, we're in the last days and we see evil being inflicted upon this earth. And if you notice the evil that's being afflicted are by those who are in authority, those who are seated in high places where men of lesser degree, the foot soldiers are, and that's what we see happening in Russia. He has the foot soldiers in the tanks. He has the, 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 the parachuting people jumping out of planes. He's using these men in order to infiltrate the area in which he wants to conquer. While he sits back in his palace and strategizes. But see, God is the same way. We should not take that for granted. God is over all. He is the creator and maker of heaven and earth. He made all things. He says, I made good and I made evil. Yes, he did. When Satan was kicked out of heaven for his rebellion, for his pride, he took with him one third of the angels Yes, God made evil. When when Adam and Eve were in the garden and the serpent came through, God made the garden of Eden. So Satan didn't make himself. How did he get in that garden? So let's go on. I don't want to get stuck there. Verse 14 says this. Stand therefore having fastened on. You put a belt on. The belt of truth. So let's see. According to the word of God, what's the belt of truth all about? Amen. Well, let's talk about John 1 and 14, the word that became flesh. We all know what that word is. It says, and the word became flesh and it dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. John 14 verses one through six says this. Now remember, he says full of glory here in verse one, John verse uh, chapter one, he's talking about Jesus Christ. Now let's see what he says even the more. This is in John 14, one through six. He says, which is the way, the truth and the light. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I go, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas says to Jesus, Lord, we don't know where you are going. And how can we know the way? In other words, with my eyes and with my ears and with all my understanding, he said, I don't know what you're talking about, Jesus. You didn't teach us the way. You didn't tell us about a way. Where we? He's thinking in a natural sense. And Jesus says to him, I am the way. So you, you got to keep your eyes on Jesus. I am the truth and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
See, in, in the early church, in the, in the beginning of the church, people wanted to go to God. They did not believe in Jesus Christ. They didn't believe he was a God. How can you be a God and you're walking here amongst us? How can you be Lord and you're here with us? But see, they didn't understand the work that God was doing. They didn't understand Jesus' mission. They didn't know that God had sent him. They couldn't comprehend it. But God said, Jesus says, keep your eyes on me. I'm the way. Look at me. I'm the truth. I came here from the truth, who is God. And I am the life. I give you eternal life. No one comes to the Father. You can't get to God without getting to me. See, this is something that knew that they had to comprehend. Because according to the Jewish faith, they spoke about God, God the Father, God the Creator, God the Provider, God the Victory. They prayed unto God. But now in the New Testament, Jesus is saying, I'm the way. If you want to see my Father, you want to know who my Father is, if you want eternal life to get to heaven, I'm telling you, the truth that you knew in the Old Testament, your ceremonious ways, the things that you did, no more. I am the truth. I am the truth. I'm from the Father. So Jesus came to give them new life. Amen. 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 So when he came to earth, and let, let me just read a couple more uh, scriptures to you because it's so important that you understand that the truth is precious. God wants his people not to be ignorant of truth. He wants us all to come to the revelation knowledge of who he is. Proverbs 23 and 23 says this. It says, buy the truth and sell it not. Buy the truth mm -hmm, and sell it not. In other words, once you have it, don't give it away. Don't sell it. Don't sell you like, like Esau, sell, sell your birthright. Don't sell it. You keep it. He said, because that truth is wisdom, is instruction, and is understanding. So your eyes have to be opened. We know that in the book of John, John 1 and 1, he tells us right away. John began to speak of Jesus Christ. He says, in the beginning was the word. The word is the truth. And the word was with God. Wasn't Jesus up in heaven in the beginning? Jesus, in, in the beginning, when you talk about Genesis uh, uh, chapter one, you, it begins to speak about there were, God was in heaven and they, they began to form the earth. Not he, not God by himself, but he had a whole community there with him. Jesus Christ was there with him. He sent his only begotten son. He sent Jesus from heaven so that he would walk this earth so that we could walk in relationship with him, God the Father. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And that word dwelt among us. He was with us, not just as an example. Many people say that, oh, he's an example. We supposed to, you know, do, but he's, he manifests the kingdom of God. He manifests the kingdom of God. 
so that we could see with our own eyes. We could hear with our own ears. So there's no denying it. The disciples that walked with him, they were being exposed to the, a new reality, a newness. So instead of sacrificing animals, rams and horn, uh, 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 goats and cows, whatever it was they were sacrificing, Jesus says, no, look to me, I'm the way. It's in the heart. They began to shift those ceremonious things that did not work for the Old Testament church so that people could see that it was a spiritual thing. It was spirit and life. Acts 1, chapter 1, verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. See, Jesus wanted us to be his witness. We're to testify of Jesus' deity, of his messiahship, of his lordship. He says, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and all Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. In other words, you as a Christian, as a blood-bought Christian, you are to go out to open your mouth and speak the word of Christ. Yes, we do have a ministry where we are the light of the world. But in this year of 2022, the Lord wants you to open your mouth, speak his word, speak about Christ to those that don't know him. People won't know him unless we open our mouths and say. So many times I hear about the young people and they says, oh, you know, you're old religious people. You're keeping the, the young from coming to church and to knowing God with your religious ways. Uh, how many of you have heard that? Well, I'm coming to find out that's not necessarily the truth. Sometimes Satan has the minds of people blinded because they can, they, they're living from their fleshly realm. They're living from their carnal realm. They, they don't want to live from a spiritual realm because that's, that's obscure. That's a way distant from them. They're living by their feelings. They, they want to live a good life. They want to live it right now. How they want to do, they want to do. So when you try to tell them what is right, because it is something that is not immediately gratifying to them, they cannot receive it. God wants you to proclaim. You know, they, the Bible says that that uh, they want they seek a sign. They want to see signs and wonders. They want to see not just manifestations, but demonstration of God's power. And that's why the church is trying to accelerate their time so that we can manifest the power that people are looking for to be that glorious church that people are seeking in this hour. But I want to get back to where I was. I don't want to lose track with that. Oh, amen and amen. So we have some work to do, church. So even as Jesus had come to bear witness of his father, he wants us to bear witness of him and the Father. 
John, in the book of John 18 and 37, it says, to the end was I born. And for this cause came I unto the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Jesus came to bear witness of God. And also that everyone that is of the truth hears his voice. So we, we are to speak the word of truth because Jesus is the way, he is the truth, and he is the light. So when we are putting on the armor of God, we are putting on the truth. We're putting on the word of God. We're putting on Jesus Christ. Let me just share with you four points that I'd like you to meditate on. And just think about it. Think about it. These are four characteristics of walking in the truth. So as you go through your day, I want you to check yourself. Just say, God, is this, this, am I doing this? Do I have this armor on today? I didn't take it off. You know, and don't let the enemy come to knock you out the way. And he does that. Now, let me just share with you. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. Because if we see it, it's not faith. So when we walk by faith, we're walking knowing that God is able. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think because it is according to the power that worketh in us. So when we believe in our hearts, we believe that God is who he says he is. <laughs> we don't give credit to the devil. We don't buy in to his, his uh, 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 deception. That he's bigger than God. Remember Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness. He says it is written. He let the devil know this is my father's world. This is the earth belongs to God. Everything in it belongs to the Lord. So we walk by faith knowing that God is with us. We don't walk by what we see. We don't walk by it because it's temporal. It's subject to change. We walk in the spirit. This is number two. And we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So many times people will try to entice and tempt you with things that you know that are not whole, holy, they're not godly, that are not good. But when you're in the spirit, when you're walking in Christ, when you understand the laws of Christ, who he is, how we are to walk, then Satan can't tempt you. Like I said, Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. In other words, what does the Bible say about that? I'm not going to do it because you say, get thee behind me, Satan. Number three, walk worthy of the vocation wherein you are called. Not everybody's called to be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. But wherever God has placed you in life, whether it's marketplace ministry, whether it's the head of your household, what, whatever aspect he has given you or, or place that he has given you, that's where that's where you walk according. And you... you Show your Christ, who Christ is in your life. Let the kingdom of God be made manifest. Whenever you walk into a, an environment, 
into a place. Let the kingdom of God explode. <laughs> Let the people see who God is. And you don't have to be vocal and loud, but people know when you are of God. People can see from your countenance. You can say one or two words and people will know, uh-oh, Jesus Christ. And the next one, number four, walk in love. As Christ has loved us, as Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ has loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling Savior. So let us walk like our Father. Let us do what Jesus exhorts us to do. Walk in love. Jesus is love. He walked among us in love. He went around doing good. He went around healing the sick, casting out devils. He spoke to the sinners. He loved on everyone. The Bible even says that Jesus wept over a friend. So let us exhort to be good. Let us keep on the arm of God, walking the truth of God. Get into the word if you're not into the word already. Just take one scripture. Make it your anthem for the day. Begin to quote it everywhere you go. Let the devil know that Jesus is with you and Jesus is Lord. He's Lord of your life. And you're going to walk in him. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for the word of God. I thank you that your word has free course. And I pray for each and every listener who is listening to this podcast that you will rise up in your kingly authority and you won't take the devil's jump because Jesus is Lord. I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and that everything that you desire in this world, in this time, in this earth, that you will receive as you walk out the word of God and you put on the full armor of God in Jesus name. Amen. Until we meet again, God bless you. God bless you. Look forward to next week. We're going to continue on with the armor of God and we'll go on to the next piece of armor. And I pray Jesus, by the time we are done with this study, that you will be so ignited. You will be so built up to walk in who God says you are, that the enemy, when he comes in with any fiery darts, or if he comes in with any words, anything that he does, it'll bounce right off of you because you know who you are. You've been built up in Christ. So praise God and bless each and every one of you. Amen. Until we meet again, shalom.